soft boy epidemic. Soft boy epidemic. Soft boy epidemic. You're so nervous. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I've never been on a podcast before. A podcast. <laughs> Remember to like sit up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. This is the most unprofessional podcast you'll ever. Oh wait, be I, did we start? Yeah, we did. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Oh boy. Ah. I like getting the unfiltered for the first like twenty seconds. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to the Soft Boy Epidemic. I'm your host, Sky Ray. And today with me, I have Dan the Man. Hello, my name is Dan. <laughs> you can use that for the edit. I will. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, you want me to just go home? <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone, right. today um, our uh, podcast, this episode, is not sponsored by Angry Orchard Rosé, mm. uh, but it is what we are drinking today. Yep. So hashtag... Ad, hashtag sponsor, but not really. Um, cheers. So delicious. Ooh, that'll oh, be a sexy ASMR later. Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, my God. We're Did... drinking Angry Orchard Rosé. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you never responded to the playlist that I texted you. I know, you I'm sorry. On I Spotify. Did... Did you listen to any of them? Uh, well, <laughs> I like to be able to, like, see... The person when oh, they're Oh, that's right, because me. it's a sexual thing. I oh, no, well, no, it's not. It, it is a sexual okay. thing. Let's clarify. ASMR is not a sexual thing <laughs> in the ASMR artist community. Oh, it yeah. is very important that the distinction is that it is a involuntary sensory response. <laughs> Except for the fact that one of your favorite ASMR people ASM has artists. huge boobs and always has ginormous cleavage okay, in so every episode. Why Why is that sexual? That's what I want to know. Why is it sex? Okay. There, there is one where she is a little busty and she <laughs> pretends to feed you chocolate like Russell Stover's and like she'll be like like, because it's supposed to be your birthday. The premise is that it's your birthday and your friend got you a chocolate tasting for your birthday. And she just kind of like says, you know, okay, are you ready to try this one? It's very creamy. And then she'll like <laughs> pretend to stick it like below the lens so that it looks like it's going in your mouth. Okay, let's talk about something. How is that not <laughs> sexual? Like, you are not helping your case okay, at all. Like, no, I don't know. But like, <laughs> I'm sure people abuse like abuse it but it's the intention is not to be okay forget it doesn't matter <laughs> I'm sorry one day I will stop busting your balls about ASMR but it's fine it feels good but it's not going to be today maybe in the future but not today I bet there's people right now that are going insane <laughs> because of this Oh my god, is this going to get me followers? Is yeah, this no, going to get me listens? Literally, if you post an ASMR video, you'll get like 10,000 views just on the basis of it being ASMR. <gasps> Especially if there's cleavage in it. Oh my god, is this something <sighs> I should tap into? Yes. Oh, wow. ASMR soft boy. Oh. <gasps> hey. Oh my god. Yeah. Dan, that's what we should do. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. 
I, if there's people who don't know what ASMR is, this has been a very boring... Google <laughs> ASMR, okay? Do yourself a favor. It's the weirdest it's, fucking thing no, you'll ever see in your entire life. It's supposed to be sounds that feel good. So, like, a certain sound... Like, some people will be triggered by, like, soft-spoken voices. Like, this is what I like is when somebody is not quite whispering, but, like, speaking in a, in a, in a soft-spoken... And you can kind of, like, hear the saliva, like... Ew matriculating in their mouth. That's not the right word, but <laughs> like, or like when they go like, okay, you know, <laughs> oh, oh. Jesus Christ. But yeah. And it's supposed, supposedly it's a form of audio tactile synesthesia. I love how you've done so much research into this so yeah. that you can justify <laughs> How it's not sexual for you. Because because everybody says that. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm having a very wholesome time whenever I'm... Okay. They're not connected. The okay. two sensations. Cool. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, sh- sure. Sometimes I do get kind of like oddly attached to the people. <laughs> and I'm like... like <laughs> Like, I'll watch the same person, like, every night. And it's, like, the last thing you experience before you go to bed. You know what I mean? So it's like you're drifting you off You dream about the cleavage. Yeah, it's like they're right next to you in bed, like, and you're just, like, they're being tenderly oh whispering God, Dan, in your ear. Are you lonely? I'm fine. <laughs> Damn. Mm. <laughs> mm. He is choking down that angry is, orchard rosé. This is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was, um, I was with somebody the other night and they were like, they told me that I was, I was so nervous that I had finished my drink already, but I kept sipping out of the empty glass <gasps> oh for like God, two hours. Dan. And they were like, have you just been drinking an empty glass this whole time? Wait, was this a date? Yes. Well, sort of. Oh, oh shit. is this a soft boy thing? Are we already getting into it? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'm nervous. Cause what is, what if people listen to this? That, that are... That, okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I highly doubt they listen. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know? You never know. So that's <laughs> why we don't say their name. Okay, fair enough. Oh, this is another thing people do in ASMR videos, too. They'll, like... Like, use their long fingernails that are overly manicured and, like, tap stuff. Or, like, there's some, some people that'll, like... That'll like take a bowl of rice and just kind of like stroke it, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, completely. Wow. Yes. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want the audience to know that I have been trying to get this boy onto this goddamn podcast no. for a year now. And we're both about to graduate college in yeah. two weeks, and oh. we finally made this episode happen, oh. and I, my heart is so happy. That's why I'm so nervous, because I feel like it's been a long it's time been a, coming. It's a know? big lead up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I can guarantee you, you will not disappoint our one fan <laughs> that we have. Who is it? <laughs> my mom! Oh, hi! Hey, Cindy, I love you. Hello, Mrs. Miss Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird how, like, now that we're basically adults, when we meet our friend's parents, that, like, we don't have to be like, Mrs. Smith. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I don't know what to call people. Like, other adults that are, like, more adults, I don't know what to call them. Like, I call my roommates parents by their first name. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, it just... I don't think about it. Although... Oh, wait, no, that's not true. I think in person, I go, like, Mrs. Mr. Blah, blah, blah. But then, yeah. like, when they're not here, I, we just call them by their first name. Yeah, yeah. Or, like... Well, like, what I'll do is I'll say, like, Mrs., but, like, put a little... Sta- like, like say it as if it's a joke. You know what I mean? To test the Oh, water. Mrs. Yeah, like, hi, Mrs. Oh, I guess whatever. you're married. <laughs> I guess you have a child. Yeah. Or just, like, you know, the defense mechanism of humor so that yeah. you can figure out what they yeah. prefer to yeah. be called. Also, audience, Stan does some solid stand-up uh, comedy. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I think Dan's deflecting. I'm... <laughs> maybe a little bit. Because he's got some shit to talk about. Well, But I, he's nervous to talk about it. I am a little nervous. Well, <clears throat> it's just because... Okay. I'm... I recently... When I first heard... When you first were telling me about this podcast and the whole soft boy thing, I was like... I... At first, did heavily deny that I could ever be in the realm of possibility a soft boy. Yeah. But then the other day, I was talking to somebody, and it was somebody who I have been involved with in the past. Uh-huh. And I said, "I'm oh, I'm, my friend has this podcast about, called the Soft Boy Epidemic, and I think I'm going to be on an episode." And she was like, "What's a soft boy?" And I said, "Well, it's a guy who like wants everything about a relationship without the commitment. That's what it is, right?" That, Ooh, yes. That would be yes. your definition. Yes, that's his definition. And so and. She was like, oh, that's totally what you are. And I was like, oh my God. But it totally is. Yeah. Like I'm 100% a soft boy. And I don't know what to do about it, you know? And that's okay. That's perfectly okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. So like this podcast, sometimes we may get a little heated because (gasps) things happen. Oh no. When we talk about our past soft boys. No, no, no. We're not going to. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you juicy? hear, if you hear like someone talking about their past softball experience, they might get a little heated. Yeah. But it's only because of relationships and blah blah blah. Yeah. But what we've figured out is that most of the time, like 99% of the time, the soft boy has no idea, or the softie yeah. has no idea that they are a soft person. Yeah. Until like someone brings it up yeah and then because it's usually like a really nice person like you yeah who just doesn't who just has a lot <laughs> going on going on and yeah and a lot to figure out and just doesn't realize it yeah well this is interesting because i the other day i was talking to one of my exes on the phone and it's weird because we have a like oddly close relationship like mm-hmm. we dated for a year and then we had a really bad breakup but then eventually, like, we both kind of got over it. And now he's just, like, talking on the phone all the time. Yeah. But it's nice because I feel like the people that you... Can we say... Can I say that word on this podcast? <laughs> no fucking way. <gasps> but, like, the people that you've fucked mm-hmm. can be your the closest of your friends because they know that something about you that's, like, deep inside. At least that's how I view it, you know? Yeah. It's like, with sex, it tends to be... Like I would, it's like when you have sex with somebody, they become like a poor crux, you know, for me, you know what I mean? Like I inject a little bit of my soul. You're oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Sort of like that. You become one. A little for, bit of yourself remains inside forever. Yeah. At least in that moment, you know, yeah. you're one, the, the, what do they call it? The beast with two backs. 
Isn't that, <laughs> oh. a, isn't that a Shakespeare quote? Sure. I'm I'm a dramatic writing major, so I'm <laughs> very literarily. <laughs> Well voiced in the literature. A literature. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what was I talking? Oh yeah. So my uh, my ex girlfriend, she's like struggling to find somebody and like get back on the dating scene because it's mm-hmm. hard because she's a teach like she's majoring in education and like apparently that whole major is like all girls oh. and like a couple really weird guys you know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but she was like. Um, she said, we kind of had a talk, conversation about this, and she was like, I actually prefer fuckboys because she was like, every man is kind of the same, and they do the same things. It's just a matter of how sophisticated they try to spin it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, at least with a fuckboy, they're stupid so that you know <laughs> what you're getting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can see right through it. But, yeah, like, yeah. softboys do the same thing. It's just they're, like, smarter about it and more manipulative. That's literally what... Yeah, that's literally what we say. Because at least with fuckboys, you can spot one from a mile away. Yeah. Like, they don't really hide it, which is nice. Because, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, yeah. go for it. Um, I mean, you know what you're getting yourself into. So it's, like, a lot easier to not get attached or to not, like, dive into the emotion side of it. Because, you know... It's just a fuck boy or fuck girl, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then with the soft community, it's it's like fucking you with emotions. They just yes. it's they can still be fucking you, literally, but yeah. But they bring the emotional side of it. Oh yeah. Which is ten times worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, literally. Well, because I mean, even for me, especially this last guy, I was like, no, there's no way he's a soft boy. There's no way. I know how to spot them now. Like, I'm a genius. I know how to spot them. But because soft boys, like, you literally are in denial the entire time because they can be so different. It's like on a a soft boy to soft boy basis. Yeah. Like, they're all different. Is it like every time you meet a soft boy, it's like, uh, you, they, it's like... You feel like you're meeting somebody that you have never met before. Like a type of person that you've never seen because it's so cloaked in like... Well, it's... it's of- Well, a lot of times for me, it's like a... <laughs> I, I'm so into them <clears throat> that like I want it to work out and I want yeah. to firmly believe that they're not going to be the same. Right. And... But then they'll literally say, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. Oh, yeah. But still, I'm going to take you out on dates. Like, literally, he said that. And I'm like, no, there's no way. Yeah. Because he actually admitted to having feelings for me. Yeah. So there's yeah. no way that he's a soft boy. And he says <laughs> that he wants a relationship with me in the future. Oh, such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it, well, where my red flag with that was when he said used the like mental health line. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people, I say that all the time. You know, when I'm like turning somebody down, I'll be like, you know, I'm just in a really weird place right now, and I don't know. That's I need to focus, ding, ding, ding. I need to focus on myself, and I'm. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I need to get my mental health, you know. In, Which in is order. true, but I mean, like it's, it's true. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like. And I'm guilty of this too. Like I will use that as like a line or like I'll blame it on as a way to like kind of remove accountability from myself. I'll blame it on mental health as if it's like outside of myself. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like some kind of circumstance that doesn't, you know, that I'm not, that I can't control. I'm like, oh my God, I have so much anxiety. 
Which, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, but there are plenty of times where I wish I would have just been like, I'm not interested, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, I don't know. But we're humans. Yeah. And we're trying. We're trying. So, here's the good news. Is that, like, you're accepting it, and, like, you're starting to see... Yeah, but... Some stuff. But what if this is just, like, a Russian nesting doll of soft boy, where, like... (laughs) It's so deep <laughs> that I'm like going one layer. I'm trying to be one layer on top of it and be like, I'm such a soft boy. What do I do? You know what I mean? No, I think you should. Just, anytime you meet someone new, just be like, by the way, I'm a soft boy. Thanks. Yeah. I just want to warn you right now. Get this out of the way. <laughs> I'm going to take think, your heart and feast on it. I mean, the thing that like we always talk about is that like honesty is the best policy even though that's like so much fucking harder to say than actually do um but i mean like i feel like if you're at least just like honest with the person and be like yo this is where i'm at with my life right now this is what i'm looking for i hope it doesn't conflict with what you want if it does start to conflict let me know and then we'll talk about it yeah and then see what's next yeah i don't know i've never like i've never been in a situation where i feel like a lot of times when i get involved with people it's a disaster (laughs) set up from the beginning because something about like disastrous situations i guess is like a turn on for me and that is a thing that's a real thing really people like no people are definitely attracted to a certain type of person like crazy or like yeah. Need like I only go for assholes. <laughs> yeah. I only go well, for soft boy assholes. Yeah. Unemotionally yeah. unavailable assholes. Or well, but isn't it like would you say that a soft boy could be like too emotionally available? Like yes. they just they are so open with their emotions that they just kind of like don't it doesn't matter, but like it might matter more to the other person than them. So you're saying, like, they'll admit to all of their emotions, but it's still not going to, like, attach them to the person. They're still yeah, not going to, Yeah, exactly. Like... Yeah, that can happen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, like, every situation... I feel like for uh, many uh, years, I have... For some reason, I keep getting into the situation where I'll get involved with people who... There's a problematic relationship with either a current boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that that's like a, a limiting factor, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what ends up happening is a re- like a relationship type situation will develop with yeah. the person, but you can't talk, like you can't say anything. You know what I mean? Or it has to be a secret or it can't move past that barrier because of the situation that it is you know what i mean yeah and so in that like in that sense it's it's i I feel a lot of the times like i'm i am using the person for a relationship but not committing to it even though like i would you know yeah it's just the circumstances are impeding that although like in those in those situations would the partner also be like a soft have soft tendencies as well. Well, I don't want to throw stones if I live in a glass house, (laughs) but I have encountered situations where I have felt like the girl was a little soft or the guy. Yeah. 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 That's a thing. So like, it's not all on you all the time, Dan. 
<laughs> well, I mean, not that it is, but like, I don't know. I, I guess these situations, like, I don't really think about it a lot. I just kind of do whatever <laughs> yeah. my heart, you know, my heart <laughs> yes. decides for that me. That poor heart. Yeah. It's really uh... good. Pounding. <laughs> Literally Jesus. and figuratively. Well, so what happened when you texted me and said that this person just fucking called me a soft boy? Oh, I didn't say this person fucking called me a soft boy. I, I said, okay, sorry. Excuse I me. Said, I embellished it a little. No, I just didn't <laughs> want people to think that I was like, how dare they? Okay, you know? I will read okay. the exact text. All right. <laughs> Also, I really want to be on the soft boy epidemic because I was accused the other day of being a soft boy and I want to be a soft boy correspondent. I think we would have a very interesting, insightful discussion. Great. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that because now there has to be an interesting and insightful discussion, <laughs> which there has not been thus far well, whatsoever. I mean, okay, so you're a soft boy. All right. We're accepting that. Okay. That's fine. Is that what's happening? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Would you like to bring up any examples of why you're a soft boy? Um, sure. Or why you think you're a soft boy, and then I'll tell you if that's soft boy or not. Okay, I'm a little nervous because it's gonna, this is, okay. So, again, as I have specified, I tend to get involved with people that are, for one reason or another, unavailable. Um, and a lot of times what, Oh, and the other thing is, I jump into relationships way too quickly. Like, mm. I I will dive headfirst into mm -hmm. a relationship um, without it thinking of the consequences or, like, yeah. I guess, like, okay, this is a sticky situation to discuss, but my last relationship was soft boy as fuck, <laughs> and we dated, you know? No, that's possible. Yeah, that's and the thing. Like, so, basically... Um, what should I make up a nickname or something? Yeah, go for it. Um, Gwendolyn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I, we had been friends for a long time and eventually like, okay. So this was a situation where like, I felt completely tricked by myself and my own. Basically, you know how like you meet somebody and you think like there's that something where you just fall head first and you're like, oh my God, this is my soulmate. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, there's never been anybody for me as good as this. And then, like, <laughs> you get into it, and then, like, very rapidly, the disillusionment of, like, that begins to fall apart, and you're yeah. like, fuck. You know? Yeah. Because you've already gone too deep, and you're like, well, do I just wait it out, you know? Or yeah. do I just cut it, cut it off mm -hmm. right here? Basically, what had happened with this person was I really kind of turned, dialed it up to 10 you know, mm -hmm. and like every night I would send like paragraphs and paragraphs about how much I love them and all this stuff. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and this person had never been in a relationship before. And I had been in like a few mm -hmm. that were very intimate and long. Mm -hmm. So like that was kind of just the mileage that I was going mm -hmm. at the time. And I just kind of, you know, would, that was where my brain was at. And then if like, I internalized, when I started to have doubts about the relationship, I internalized all of them and mm -hmm. basically did not communicate at all and totally put up this wall where I completely yeah. shut down and shut the other person out. Mm -hmm. 
to the point where I went through the whole motion of falling out of love with the person mm. and deciding to break up with them without them having any idea. And then yeah. one day, probably seemingly out of the blue, I just texted them and was like, hey, can we meet up for a second? And then broke up with them, you know? Yeah. And that was a disaster. Yeah. Oh, the funny story, though. It is kind of funny. On the way home from breaking up with the person, I was crying so much that I got in a car accident oh, that's right. on Whitaker and 37th because <laughs> I couldn't see that the light was red because my tear, my eyes were filled oh with tears <laughs> and I just slammed right into the person. Oh. But it was kind of good because like, cause then, cause then like I had broken up with them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was like, I did this bad thing, but I was in a car accident. You know what I mean? Like I could kind of even out the... <laughs> Like, I still could play the feel bad for me card because I had been in a car accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So it was that whole situation of I felt bad about it. You know how, like, you'll, when you break up with somebody, you kind of feel responsible for their pain and you still care about the person. So you try to fix it and help them even though you're doing it. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, I've never broken up with anyone, but. Oh, oh, yeah. And then I've never had an ex try and, like fix it well i mean not with me he uh went around at a party uh and tried to gain sympathy from every female in the Uh, at the party um that was at this house actually (gasps) Um, oh wow yeah he literally i watched it happen he literally went to every single female at the party and like was fake crying like i feel so shitty breaking up with her and like oh no God, like, not even about, like, I just made the biggest mistake of my life. No, not that. Just, like, I feel so shitty. Like, she's probably, like, in pain. And, like, I made her be in pain. And, like, uh, And then I literally watched these girls hug him. And, like, pat his back while he's going through the motions. Hook, line, and sinker. So that's that's what I... Anyway, this is about you, Dan. Great. Well, this is about you and your journey. My journey. And your acceptance. Acceptance. Okay. Oh, okay. So here's another soft boy thing that I guess that I do is that when when I break up with somebody, especially when I do it, I will continue talking to the person after the fact Mm -hmm. and trying to, again, make it better, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. which is only taking the wound and just Mm -hmm. like ripping it open Mm -hmm. as far as possible. But like, Mm -hmm. I, I do feel bad, you know, because I do care about this person. Yeah. Just not enough. You know know what I mean? Or like, like not, I don't know, not like, I feel like you can, can you still love a person even if you don't want to date them anymore? You know what I mean? Or yeah, you can love a human being. I mean, <laughs> you can? <laughs> I, I mean, if, me. I don't know if you're capable, but I don't, know. I, don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if everyone's capable of it, but you're allowed to love human beings as they are, not in a yeah. romantic way. No, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But it is also important to like take notice of where they're at. Yeah. But then it's like, I mean, I feel like every time somebody like every time a relationship ends, there's that phase of anger and hatred that you just have to go through. Oh, well yeah, you definitely go through the five, six stages of grief. What is it? 
five, five. I don't know. Seven, maybe? <laughs> Ten? Ten. A hundred? Commandments? Uh, I definitely make it a hundred. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, you have to go through the stages of grief. I yeah. have one, and it's just drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Suppression. That's the one. <laughs> it works! Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But no, I actually <clears throat> just had to <clears throat> tell this last guy that, like, I can't be friends with him right now. Because he wanted to be friends. Like, mm. he did the whole, like, bullshit, like, hey, like, I can't do this, but I would still love to see you because we still connect really well. And you're mm. still, and you're an awesome person to be with. Shit. I just can't do the relationship. I'm like, are you literally saying you want to just be friends right now? And he was like, I mean, I don't want to make it, like, too, like, cheesy or whatever, but I guess, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I did give in after, like, a couple of weeks, and then, like, after a couple of days, I was like, hey, by the way, I can't do this right now. Because, yeah. I don't know, it's one of those things where, like, I always think of, like, John Mulaney, the whole, like, you can't just take the milk, but not buy the cow. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah, feel yeah. that way, where, like, you can't that's you can't expect someone to be okay with being friends if you're not available to have the relationship that you kind of promised in the beginning. Right. Like it was your pitch, basically. Your pitch was like, this is going to be a relationship. Or oh, like, yeah. this is going to turn into a relationship. And then like suddenly change it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think that like, like, uh, I don't know, that whole... Did he still want to have sex? Or was it just kind of a... Um, no, but he would still... Like, he never tried to get back with me, but he would still make, like, comments about my body. Like, there was one day, like, he didn't respond to a text for, like, four hours. Like, he, we were supposed to maybe hang out. And he didn't respond to a text message for four hours. And then I posted a picture of myself in my bathing suit on Instagram. And then he instantly texted back and said, first of all, love your bathing suit. Second Uh, of all, blah, 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 blah. So that's problematic. Yeah. I called called him out on it, but. (laughs) Was that, I think I saw that somewhere. Was that on your Finsta? It was on my Twitter. I, I tried to make a Finsta. I got drunk one night and tried to make a Finsta for like 10 minutes. And then I posted like three pictures and I was following 10 people and I just got, I felt all of a sudden this like cloud of shame (laughs) just like enveloped from within and I had to delete it. I, like, I got so drunk that I exited through the other side, you know, because I, like, got drunk enough to think it was a good idea, and then got more drunk and decided it was, I hated myself, and it was a bad idea. You know, you could have just kept it and deleted everyone Mm. off of it, so it could just be for you. What's the point of that, then? Like, an online diary (laughs) of pictures. (laughs) And memes. Yeah. It can be whatever you want, Dan. That's the whole point of a Finsta. Yeah. I never really did figure out what exactly. (laughs) You know how you kind of get a handle on, like, the the vibe, you know? Yeah. Like, every social media has a certain rhythm or tempo that you play along to. Like a a jazz musician. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay, so far we've covered ASMR. Mm. We've covered Angry Orchard Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've covered the fact that you accept that you're a soft boy. You're calling yourself out. 
Well, with the help of another person. And then mm-hmm. you looking at past situations. Yes. That's a, that's, that's a big step. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I have it like, hmm. Okay. So what, when you have acknowledged that you were a soft boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the other thing I wanted to talk about with you. Great. Okay. So do you think that friend, being friends with benefits with mm-hmm. someone is inherently a soft boy concept? Because, I think mean, that's a very good point. That's a very good question. Because Yeah, because that, I almost feel like being friends with benefits is just what a partner is. You know what I mean? In a sense. Yeah. Like, what's that extra little sprinkle that separates it from being that to dating? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I mean, what it comes down to, I think, is like the intense emotional connection. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, which is also a very fine line because, like, it depends on just what kind of person you are. Because, like, to me, intimacy is a big fucking thing. So, like, if I'm having sex with someone, like, that's already, like, a big fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not just going to screw around. Yeah, me too. So, like, that means if I'm having sex with you, that means, like, I'm emotionally there or whatever. Yeah. So it honestly just depends. I guess. But I feel like I have that special connection just with my friends. You know Uh what I mean? Like I wouldn't, I don't have people, I don't like to have people in my life unless I feel a special connection with them. Almost to the point where like, I feel like I would date anyone I know. You know what I mean? But like, like that could, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) But I just love the world. I just love everything so much. Except myself. No, but I understand (laughs) what you're saying. I mean, Again, it just honestly depends on the type of person. Like, I know from experience, I literally cannot do friends with benefits. Mm. The only thing that I can do is if I'm in a relationship or, like, basically a relationship where we've admitted feelings for each other and, like, have this connection, or it's a complete one-night stand. Like, I literally will never see you again, and I did not know you before. That's literally the only two options I have (laughs) <laughs> with really? being intimate with someone because yeah. I've done the in-between bullshit, bullshit and it does not work for me. doesn't work. It works for some people. Although I also think like, are they really okay with it or are they just telling themselves that they're okay with it? Yeah. Because like with my first soft boy, um, the long doozy one, uh, when we reconnected in college, we hooked up and like I would sleep over, but yet it was just a weird situation. I never ended it because like I knew what was happening and I'm like, I'm bored and I have nothing else going on anyway. So like might as well put myself in this situation. Like, oh well. Yeah. Uh, so like anytime I'd go home for summer or Christmas break, like we would see each other mm-hmm. a couple of times. And then we texted all the time when I was back at school Um, but like, I don't know, that was just a weird situation. And then I made this podcast and then never heard from him again. Yeah. Um, well, so I don't know. Like, I think some people are capable of it. It's honestly just a case by case situation. I guess so. I think from my perspective, I just, I, again, I like can't have sex with somebody without just falling head over heels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
it's, I don't know, it's weird because I used to kind of be the type of person who would say, I'm not going to have sex with somebody unless we're in a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. to the point where like, like my first girlfriend was the same way. She was, didn't want to have sex because she was very religious. I do regret occasionally there were like that. I would say my most problematic relationship sexually was that because I was a teenager, you know? Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of times where I probably like, I would be like, yeah, that's fine. You know? And like, <laughs> Be moody and a little yeah. bitch about it, yeah. And put that pressure mm-hmm. on them, you know, to reevaluate it for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I've always regretted, especially now in this current climate. I know. But I mean. But you, you were know, a kid, and I try. I mean, now that I know better, I like to think that I don't do that anymore. I mean, sometimes I'll, I will find myself if somebody like turns me down, I'll find myself inside, kind of. Get to feel this like rejection and like mm-hmm. this crestfallen thing, but I like yeah. try it, like no, keep it inside, bury yeah. it, don't show it, you know. Yeah. Go to the bathroom and slap <laughs> your face a couple of times and be like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what's important with like friends with benefits types, types of relationships. Thanks for getting that back on track to where it was before. You. Um, as long as soon as you like feel yourself like falling into it or like being like this may be a toxic situation for me. Take a step back, which that. But who wants that, to do that? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's it's never no going to happen. Yeah. Right. What are you going to say? Like, oh, it's not. And I think there are a lot of us who like love the toxicity. Yes. Of these relationships. Oh, yes. So like, you'll know from day one that this isn't going to work out and that you are not mentally oh, okay yes. with this, but we're going to fucking do it anyway. I haven't had a relationship with someone or in any capacity that wasn't like that, I don't think. <laughs> that like you like you'll do you'll like it when you first kiss them or something like I would say every person that I've kissed almost mm-hmm. or like done anything with physically. Yeah. Afterwards immediately the first sentence is we can't tell anyone about this. Jesus Christ. Or like we have to this cannot happen. And then of course we do it like 10 more times. But you, <laughs> because that's the passion. That's yeah. the heat of it. Yeah, but it is kind of more hot when it's a secret. You know yeah. what I mean? There is that element to it, I think. But then there's also that's problematic because then you know, there's always I feel like there's always this threshold with people when you have a re- sexual relationship with them where you pass a certain point where if you want it to stop, you have to have a conversation about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's no fun. That sucks. That takes all of the fun out of it. Yeah. It's a fun sucker. It is a fun sucker. <laughs> or like somebody will be like, you know, hey, don't don't catch feelings, you know, and I'll be like, got it. And I already have yeah. like weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the type of person that literally has feelings after seeing them, like, a mile away. <laughs> like, yeah. never even spoken to them. But yeah. you just see them a mile away, and you instantly are like, wow, yeah. I'm going to make that person mine. <laughs> I instantly, like, picture, I'll picture our wedding, you know, or, like, I'll picture, like, us furniture shopping or being like, oh, what, Jesus. what color drapes do you want? That was what I said. That was what I said to my second girlfriend ever was, I want to be able to pick out wallpaper with you. (laughs) What a line. Had you guys already been dating or like, was this a first, this was like a pickup line? This was a, this was a, uh, 
we had done things before, and we were basically, you know, like, we basically were already dating. Yeah. Like, we would, like, we would hang out, you know, and do stuff, which was a date. Yes. You know, and then afterwards we would have sex, Uh which was, you know, a (laughs) relationship. Yeah. But again, it was one of those friends with benefits situations where you're like, you have all the intimacy of, of a good friendship. Yeah. But you know, you're fucking. See, I just, I'm so not a fan of those I, relationships. I mean, I'm not either. It kill, right, they kill I, me. I know. Well, because but like, I can't just, avoid it. I don't know how to avoid it. Because that is a very soft situation. Oh, I know. An yes. incredibly soft situation. Yeah, it is. But also it goes both ways. You know, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's all me. All the time. Oh, no, it's not, Dan. Piece of shit. (laughs) I can tell you, like, from what I know, I'm pretty sure, like, maybe, like, five of them are all you, and then all the rest are, like, the other person as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? It's because you're just, it's be, yes, of course. (laughs) Okay. But it's because, like, you're just, you crave it. You, like, you love the toxicity. I do. And it's also, Okay. Surprise. <laughs> I am bisexual. <laughs> what? In case you didn't know that. Ooh, what's that? <laughs> I've never heard of should that I before. Should I say that or should I say I'm like pan? What's the difference between bisexual and pansexual? I actually don't know what it is. I legit have no idea. I'm very straight. I'm not okay. allowed to comment All on right. sexuality. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a good. Wait, where's my roommate? <laughs> <laughs> is she is she She's the good LGBT correspondent? This. Oh my god, yes, she should be. Uh-huh. Um, uh, well, yeah, I literally I'm not gonna say a fucking word because I have okay. no idea. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know either. I'm you know everybody offends everybody with no matter what they say. So it's, yeah, even that's probably offensive to say that. You know, yeah. you're just walking at eggshells. But anyway, I feel like since nobody's it's almost like nobody's off limits. You know what I mean? Yeah. And on that same token, I do. I can always consider it like a 60-40 ratio, mm-hmm. preferring women. So, like, I have a lot more friends that are girls than guys. Like, I have maybe two or three guy friends and mm-hmm. double digits female friends. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and all of them are very attractive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and wonderful people. And I wouldn't be friends with them if they weren't in some way attractive. You know what I mean? Not yeah. in the sense, not in like a wow, douchebag sense. Wow, Dan is no. so vain. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let me clarify. Attractiveness is not the same thing. You can be, like, I'm attracted to their energy. Okay, you have to cut that part out. No, Dan, it totally makes sense. <laughs> you know I'm just I mean? busting your balls. Not attractive, like, ooh, sexy. Not, wow, like, I, only I wanna bone them. With hot people, you know? Like, my mom is attractive. In the sense that her energy is is a person is know, vibrant and yeah like and when you smell a flower and you're like oh that smells and you want to yeah, go up real like close you want to be close to it you're yeah. drawn to it yeah exactly yeah but then you get so close that you're like uh, you know and all of a sudden the tongue goes in the mouth and but not your not mom. my mom no. just to clarify no yeah not that has never mom. happened to yes. my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever um, had a soft experience done to you? Well, here's the, th- I think what also makes it difficult for me to tell is I haven't really been very sexually active until recently, mm-hmm. like within the past year, six mm-hmm. months maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I, it's hard for me to tell because I have such a warped self-perception and also a warped perception of other people. Mm-hmm. So I will always uh, think, either think that it's all me or all them irrationally, you know, whereas this person looking at it from the outside might say something else and, and you know, I don't know. It's hard because people are so complicated, like, that... It's hard for me to say what really couldn't be a soft situation. Yeah. You know, anytime emotions are involved, it's yeah. going to be soft. <laughs> you know. I know it's a very yeah it's a weird a it's a weird thing to like mushy hearts. Yeah, which um, is what we've like discovered is that there are like five thousand different possibilities of soft relationships. And, yeah. But then again, like it is one of those things where I have to think about too. Is this just a relationship? Like, is this just, like, what a relationship does? Or yeah. is this person actually, like, a little problematic? Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah. It does kind of ride that line, though. It is It is a little hard to tiptoe around sometimes. Yeah. I did have... Okay, this is interesting. So, I... I uh, at one point, I was trying... I guess courting is the phrase. <laughs> which, for me, takes... is about a three-year process. <laughs> <laughs> where I pretend that I have that I don't care about them at all yeah and then forget about it <laughs> and move on to the next recording process. process yeah I'm also I've talked to Mason about this too mm-hmm. because I've as a person who can do things with both genders mm-hmm. um, I always I you know how like every relationship with somebody tends to one person always has the upper hand whether you want to admit it or not yeah you know um and usually with guys that's always me for some reason whereas with girls it's never me interesting I like with like because guys I feel like like I ghosted so many guys, but just by accident, you know. <laughs> Usually, it's because they'll message me, and I'll be like, "I don't feel like doing this," and then, but I won't just say anything. But mm-hmm. then they keep; they don't get it, you know. They just keep talk trying to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not talking about who you think I'm talking about. <laughs> that was a lovely experience, and I don't regret a single bit of it. saying more with like tinder you know or that type of thing okay so it's hard with both genders Mm -hmm. that with men you always have the upper hand ladies you do not yeah because and i don't know why that is i'm wondering if it's because i like usually with women what what, what word am i supposed to use because we're too old to say girls now i feel like you can say women, females. Females. Aren't you not supposed to do that? I read that's creepy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, if guys I say know. females, it's like they're a serial killer. Female. Yeah. That female person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the females that you I... You can say lady. The ladies. Yeah. With gals. That's yeah. Cool. I'm stick to that. Cool. Um, I, I think I'm, for some reason, more scared of them. And I tend to be more... <laughs> as a person, as a whole, I'm very submissive. Mm-hmm. And... I think with guys, that can be a thing, you know? Yeah. Because of, with gay people, or gay guys specifically, mm-hmm. uh, it, being submissive is like a thing, because normally that's just the power dynamic yeah. of the relationship. Whereas, 
a lot of girls aren't, aren't straight girls aren't looking for submissive people. <laughs> yeah, you know? Because yeah. they're like, this is, I want masculinity. You know? In a sense. I want a man to throw me against a wall. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so I have to find like a pretty niche community. Normally what happens is girls will be more attracted to me after they've had a bad experience with a hyper-masculine person. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh. You know, like, nice, it's like, yeah, it's like, um, you know, getting into a hot tub after, I don't know, what's something you would get into a hot tub after doing that's extraneous? It's like, let me think of a metaphor real quick, so that I seem funny and hilarious. Um, <laughs> Hashtag comedian. Um, yeah, it's like the cool down. Yeah. You know? For sure. So I'm, like, I tend to be, I'm a submissive person, so a lot of times with I'm expected I never make the first move regardless of gender ever and (laughs) that tends to be problematic because girls never want to do it either you know Mm -hmm. so what'll end up happening is I will somebody could be totally interested in me and Mm -hmm. I have no fucking clue unless they come out and say it even though we're texting like attack you yeah even though we're texting 24-7 yeah. You know, all that stuff is going on. We're Do you think that's time. true with a lot of men? Um, yes. I think, because I think a lot of men are more like that than they want to admit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, or like they're more afraid of not being seen as masculine. Mm-hmm. That they don't admit that sometimes they just want to, you know, they, they want to feel valued, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I know with me, it's more that. I have to be 110% sure before I do anything. Yeah. Like, when I, if I'm going to, like, okay, good example. At the first move in general, I won't ever kiss someone first, and I'll always ask, which is, like, I'll always be like, do you want to make out? You know, or something, like, yeah. cold. <laughs> but my strategy is, you have to make first contact. Mm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, you... But you do, you know, you like kind of lean. And then once I get that, like, even if it's just an elbow on an elbow, uh-huh. but I'll hang it there, yeah. but not forcefully enough where it doesn't look like it was an accident. Like I can't play it off as like, oh, whoops, I just was sitting weird. Yeah. And then once I, once that elbow touch or knee touch maybe has been mm-hmm. held there for like a solid amount of time, right. then I'll be like, okay, the physical boundary's broken. Uh-huh. This is probably happening. You know, so, but then it, it'll, I'll usually not want to be wrong because uh-huh. that would be, I'm so afraid of putting myself out on a limb like that and yeah. then being rejected. I've never been rejected for a kiss Wow! because I do that <laughs> because I'll, I will, I will physically, what am I supposed to say? I will physically impose myself on another person. Not in a, a creepy year. way. Not in a creepy yeah. way. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I, funny story, I literally have so many problems with, like, taking down walls because of past experiences that, like, I was literally sitting on a couch with this guy. Mm -hmm. We were watching a movie, and he sits down right next, or, well, he sat down first. I was like, oh, shit, I don't know how close I'm supposed to sit. I wanted to sit first, and then he could establish the amount of space that would be between us. I don't right. know how close we should be. I don't know. But literally, the that. movie, 
I don't know what's going on because we haven't talked about it. He did take me out on a date, but we didn't, never said that it was a date. Ugh. Anyway, oh, okay. Messy. He's sitting there, and like at some point, or our legs are like kind of touching, and then he fucking like his hand was open, like the palm was Ooh. up, like this by his side, yeah. for a long time. And you know what I did? What? Oh, no. I took a blanket off of the back of the couch and cocooned myself inside uh. of it for the duration of the film. Do uh. not even offer him any of the blanket. Just cocooned myself inside. <laughs> well, th- were you not interested? Did you not want that to happen? No, he was my first love um, back oh. in seventh grade. He uh, He's the reason why I believe in true love at first sight. Wow. Uh, and then uh, last year, he finally was single again for the first time in like 10 years. Oh, um, wow. And uh, he hit me up. So do you think, this is kind of more general, mm-hmm. but do you think when somebody invites you over to watch something, mm-hmm. you're basic, that's basically a, like, like do you want to fuck? You know what I mean? Like, like a Netflix and chill, but in yeah, different like, wording. Like, do you want to come over by yourself tonight and mm-hmm. like we can like drink or something or... If it's just the two of you, then yeah, I feel that's very much a wink-wink situation. Mm -hmm. Although, I do feel very bad. Freshman year of college, I... A friend and I were like, yeah, oh my god, you've never seen Grand Budapest Hotel? Oh my god, I have it. I'll bring it over. Yeah. And then, like, it was just two of us in his room or whatever. And then, like... He, like, tried to put his arm around me. I was like, oh, yikes. Because oh. I was already... I was talking to someone. Yeah. Um, and I guess he thought that it was, like, a thing. Fuck. And I had to tell him, like, I'm so sorry, but, like, I'm... Oh. I'm, I'm seeing someone right now. Oh. Um, so, uh... I, could, I feel that one a mile away. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You're a heartbreaker. Well, because, like, I didn't think that, like, it was a thing. Yeah. But I guess it was. Like, I mean, looking back, I I guess it was. I don't know. I mean, I... But I do think now, like, after, especially after that experience, Mm -hmm. I definitely 1,000% agree that, like, asking someone to come over and watch a movie, if it's just the two of you, like, Yeah. Unless if you guys are, like, best buds or, like, have platonically been friends for, like, forever. Yeah, yeah. If there's already that established. If that's already happened before and nothing's happened. Or even if it is, like, the first time that you guys have, like, just chilled watching a movie. Like, I think that's possible. But that's, like... Yeah, I guess you can find yourself in that situation. Like, it would Mm -hmm. be different. It's different if you approach someone with that as your pitch, you know? And you're like, do you want to come over and watch a movie with me? That sounds very Danish. That sounds very much like a move. Yeah. Like, but it, it would be different where you're like, oh, yeah, let's just, like, hang out. You know, we'll go to Zaxby's. Zaxby's? And then come, and then, and then you're there, and you're like, oh, my God, let's go back to my place, and we can, like, watch a movie, you know? That still sounds that very still much sounds, like a date to me. still sounds like a date. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know either, because I, again, I like I said, I have a lot of female friends, and... yeah. We'll just hang out. Yeah. And every single time I can feel all of society looking <laughs> at us like we're dating. You know yes. what I mean? 
And because yeah. there's still that like heteronormative thing of like you can't hang out alone with right. a friend of the opposite gender yeah. without it being a thing, you know, yeah. like or they'll they'll do that thing where they're like, it was the check together or separate? And then I'll say like, well it's separate. And then they're like, oh really? You know, like there's oh, that I oh. Out with like my guy friends all the time. My guy friends, like I have five thousand of them. <laughs> um, no, like me and you have gotten yeah. gotten food. Like me and you hang out. Yeah. Like I have David. Me and him hang out. Like it's not For like sure. it can definitely be a thing. It just, uh, but like if it's like a you want to come over and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also depends on like if there's already sexual tension. <laughs> yeah, but how do you tell? How do you tell if there is sexual tension? I'm so bad at that because I f- I feel like there's sexual tension with everybody. Well, I feel like around. I'm I'm a horrible person to ask because I literally hide everything. Really, this is the only time that I'm actually an Aquarius. <laughs> um, because like all the zodiac is always like Aquarius are the most mysterious. They hide everything from you. Blah blah blah. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you kidding me? I have a podcast. I talk about my feelings all the time. Yeah. But then I realize that I am when it like comes to that. I literally I think that I'm portraying so much that I'm like just showing all of this sexual energy that's flowing through me. Yeah. When literally like I won't say one fucking word to you. I won't even <laughs> look at you. Yeah. But oh, on yeah. the inside I'm like, oh my god, I'm sh- I'm giving him so much right now. Yeah. So like I'm a horrible person to ask. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do the same thing, but on that, in that vein, I feel like when a form of sexual tension is ignoring each other, you know what I mean? Or like pretending that it's not there. Yeah. Or like feeling so awkward about it that almost it swings in the other direction. Like if somebody was being really forward towards me and open and like, just like talking to me all the time in person, Mm -hmm. at least. And, like, coming that forward, I'd be like, oh, well, clearly this is not a possibility. There's no sexual tension mm. here because they're so comfortable. Oh, I'm also a horrible person to ask about that because I, because my immediate, like, deflection is friend. Like, I'm, there's no way this guy's going to be into me, so I'm just going to be that cool chick that he laughs, <laughs>, laughs at. She's funny. She's a, she's a jokester. Like, I'm, I, yeah, I'm also horrible at that because... My own issue. Well, you know, everybody's got them. Everyone's got them. Yeah. Yeah, because then, like five years later, I'll be like, "Well, I had such a crush on him, but nothing ever happened." You're damn right, nothing ever happened because you literally like could not say one fucking word. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why texting is good. Because then, yeah, like the amount of situations I've been in where I'm in a class with somebody. Here's what I do. This is it. And I'm a, you know, graduation theme. Yes. My class courtship, which uh-huh. I'm also wondering if this is creepy. Okay. Let's but like, hear maybe it. you can tell me. Okay. So what I'll do is I see somebody that I'm interested in. I'll like maybe even the first day of class, you know how, like when you kind of walk into a new class of new mm-hmm. people, you kind of like scan yes. and you hone in on like maybe one or two people that you're yeah. like, <gasps> you know, yeah. I'll, I'll go on Facebook and immediately friend them. Oh, okay. And so that way they're like, oh, who's it? Oh, okay. You know, they Great. searched for me, you know, even if we don't have any mutual friends. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and then that's where I stop doing anything. <laughs> that's all I'll do. Let's friend the person on Facebook. And because in those situations that I've been in, every time I've done that, they've 
they will then message me on Facebook because after at that point I feel like because I friended them. Yeah, you feel like you're gonna be way forward if you like. Yeah, like I friended them, so that's my way of saying I am interested because mm-hmm. I searched for you on Facebook and friended you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes I'll friend people, you know, just because, cause. Yeah. But if it's like the first day of class and it's out of the blue and there's maybe like two mutual friends or like no possible way there was ever. Yeah. I could, it's not like I was scrolling up and down Facebook and saw it. Yeah. You know, it was a deliberate, but then I'll wait for them to message me because then it's like, okay, here's the ball, you know? Yeah. Now you deal with it. (laughs) But then people still do. So then I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. I was right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was not just me. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. And then we'll keep doing that. But I've been in a lot of situations where we will like in class be talking on Facebook messenger, you know, or like talking mm-hmm. back and forth. Mm-hmm. But in person, you would have no idea that we even knew each other. Yeah. You know, we like opposite sides of the room. Yeah. No eye contact. Yeah. As soon as any break happens or class is over, Dart out of the room yeah. and pretend, you know what I mean? Run as yeah. far away as possible. Here's another question I have for you. Yeah. Okay, so I have been in a lot of situations where over t- texting is so interesting. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much to analyze. But <laughs> what does it mean when you, and this isn't really even about self boy situations, I'm sorry. It's supposed to be a soft boy related. How dare you? No, give it to me. Okay, well, like, so I've been in a lot of situations where Somebody and I will be communicating back and forth, mm-hmm. and we will have a conversation that clearly does not need to be maintained. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about nothing, and it's stupid. Yes. But there's still an effort to maintain the conversation. However, the other person doesn't respond for, like, 6 to 12 hours at a time. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, like, like almost both. So it's, like, message about something, some conversation, and then timestamp, and then another message, and then another timestamp, and then that whole mm-hmm. thing. Like... If there's clearly that effort to maintain the conversation, mm-hmm. but it's so removed yeah. that it's like days apart, yeah. the messages, is that a sign of interest? Because I feel like why would you bother yeah. to answer at all if you weren't interested in the person? You know right. what I mean? I mean, for me, when I'm in those situations, I usually just like, I'm so like, oh, Okay. I, I just want to talk to you, so I'll, like, be like, can we please meet up for coffee or whatever? Yeah. I'll initiate a hangout. Yeah. Like, in person. Maybe that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, also, I don't know if it's my own thing of, like, oh, no, I feel you slipping away. Don't slip away from me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I do think, like, I mean, it does, obviously, it's not, like, 24-7, which is fine, but it does... They could just drop off and ghost you, but that's they're not. That's what I'm saying, yeah, but they did, they were, like, yeah, I don't know. I've asked people about that before because this happens to me a lot, and I don't mm-hmm. know what to make of it, you know? What I'll do, too, is I will, I will effectively, and I was actually just talking about this with somebody that I am interested in. Um, we, because we were talking about how, like, it's hard. I am almost like a mirror with someone when I'm interested in them, mm-hmm. to the point where I will basically just match whatever they're doing to a T. Mm-hmm. Like, if I get a text from them, I will match the length of the text okay. and the amount of time between yes, text messages. I do that. Like, if they text me and it's four hours later, I'll be like, okay, whatever, back in my pocket. Yeah. I'll read it instantly. 
and I'll, yeah. be like, I'll formulate my response. But then what happens when the other person is like that and they're doing that to you? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'll forget though. So like, I'll forget that I'm trying to wait. Oh uh, yeah. So then yeah. I'll just like instantly text back. Yeah. I'll pepper in a few of those. If I'm trying to gauge it, then maybe I'll like decide at some point to respond within like five minutes and see mm-hmm. if they do it too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's always interesting. It's this, I make this whole elaborate scheme. Again, this whole like elaborate <laughs> three year scheme out of it. Yes. Whereas if I had just said, hey, do you want to go out sometime? They probably would say yes and then we yes. date in like two weeks. <laughs> but that's easy. Yeah, and you that's don't no want fun. easy. That's no. no fun. Ugh. Plus, I've talked about this with my one of my friends before. That was a useless part to say. <laughs> but like I'm, because he'll always be like, dude, why don't you just go for it? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, well, you're a, like a sprinter and I'm a marathon runner. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like I need to train for the, for the, like months and then that way I can run like 35 miles and that's yeah. like a three year relationship, you know? Yeah. Whereas some people go right for it and then they're out of the relationship in like two weeks. You know, that was heavily a subtweet. If you're <laughs> heavily a if subtweet. You, if you're listening to this, you know who you are and you know what I'm talking about. Do I know this person? Asshole. No, I don't. <laughs> so then, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Well, I was thinking, should I share it on Facebook when it comes out? Oh, my God, yes. But then everybody I know will listen to it. And then yes, perfect. Ruin, it will ruin my life. <laughs> no, maybe I will. I don't know. Well, you do whatever you want, Dan. Okay. It's your life. <laughs> and I'm just here for you. Yeah. With the angry orchard rosé. But I still... Hashtag ad, hashtag sponsor. Oh, and he's uh, done. Oh, boy. Yummy. I drank this whole thing in 20 minutes and then waited another hour and then took the last. <laughs> Even though he just has to walk home like four blocks. Oh, yeah. Let's get sloshed. Let's get wasted, Dan. <laughs> this podcast on our hasn't angry even begun. Orchard Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I brought, I brought somebody Angry Orchard a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And they were like, wow, this is pretty girly. This was a girl that said this. Oh. <laughs> Do you know how many times... I, I'm tired of this. Because as <laughs> He a, is putting his foot I'm down. I'm putting my foot down. Because as a man who is not very masculine... Yes. I... The, everyone who has ever called me out on it has been a girl who has been all about feminism. You know, all about all this Wait. stuff. But then they're like, oh my god, that's so girly. What do you... <laughs> the other day, I was on the set of Nailed It... And I said, wow, that tree that they put there is so pretty. And they were like, and she was like, yeah, Dan, it is pretty. Oh, that's a little, you know. And I was like, <laughs> she was like, that's so manly of you to say that. And I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <sighs> Whatever. Sorry, that's just upsetting. Now I'm going to be very self-conscious and never say another word to you, Dan. <laughs> Why? I feel like every time I'm in your presence, either I or the people I'm with just tear you and you asshole for no reason. Because you were the nicest person. Oh. But because you are submissive, like you've said, it's just you're <laughs> such an easy target. I know. No, you know, I went and got my teacher evaluated. Like, you know how you can go and get your teacher comments? Yes. I, went- oh, I need to do that still. I don't know. Sometimes you don't want to because sometimes people are really mean because they don't think you're ever going to see it. Right. So they're like, this student is a failure. But my math professor, what he said was, will respond humorously when provoked. 
Which is just a fancy way of saying bully this person. That should be your Twitter bio. That should be hey, on your business card. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. Good. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks. If you get a job, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Sore subject. Yeah, sore subject. Not talking Excuse about that me. at all. This is, this is, you know, but that is interesting, though, because now that I'm job searching, I feel like it is remarkably similar to dating. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're... I had to buy a really pretty outfit. Yeah. And, like, print myself up. Yeah. Yeah, the other, another good metaphor I heard, and this is like, you're a dramatic writing person, right? Yes, yes, I am. You have, you've written screenplays. Sure. But, this was actually a metaphor for how to use white space, Mm -hmm. but it would work, I don't know, it just resonated with me so much because they were like, writing a script or should be like going on a date and having a conversation. Because you don't want to just give them a block of text where you're just talking and talking and talking. Because then they're going to be, like, shut down, you know, and be like, why are you yeah. talking? You know? Like, how... Okay. Another tangent. I <laughs> used to work at a, a bar. And I like to play this game where, like, I would find a man and a woman talking. And mm-hmm. then I would look at the man and press my stopwatch on my phone and time how long he talked continuously oh without God, interrupting what a good game. the other person. And the longest I ever got was uh, a little 13 minutes. <gasps> and I could, cause I could tell because the girl just had this like glossed oh over my God. expression and she would get up, go to the bathroom and come back and he would be like, Oh yeah. So anyway, oh and continue the conversation my God. about the thing that was not interesting. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't imagine. That's awful. Yeah. Although, no, I've been with talkers, so I, I can't imagine. Yeah. But that was the whole premise of the thing was, like, you, your white space should be, like, you want to, when you have a conversation, give the person room to breathe, you know, yeah. s- collect their thoughts, say their, you know. I like and that. And, like, exchange... You know, so it's kind of like script writing. When you look at a page that has white space on it, you're like, oh, yeah. this person respects me and my time enough to allow me the ability to process without feeling like they have to spit everything out at me, yeah. you know, and be like, read this. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I love that. It was interesting. Yeah. But that's what, so for all you screenwriters out there. <laughs> because this isn't just a podcast about dating. We're here to give you nice advice. Yeah. I am unemployed. Uh, I'm not a writer. Uh, tell, them, tell them where they can find you, Dan. What? Find me where? On social media. Oh, follow me on at Dan Henschel on Twitter. Um, I, I'm very proud of my Twitter. That's my favorite social media. He's oh, very good at it. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, I am kind of good at it. But <laughs> <laughs> toot toot. Toot toot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you just need to spell it or... No, it's fine. Don't follow me on anything Every, else. Nothing else is good. Anyone who listens to this is probably already following you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So don't... Just follow me on Twitter. Don't bother anything else. It's dumb. It's dumb. Dumb. Don't stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, do you have any last parting advice or comments or... Um, no. I don't... I mean, I don't know. What's, uh... This this life that we live, it's a long road. It's like walking through the valley, and at the, it's like going on a long walk through a valley, and you're looking around and you're saying, "Oh, look at this thing!" Oh, wow. And then you're like, "What is this tree? 
you know, or like, what's this thing? But then eventually you get to the top of the hill and you can look back and see everything that you saw and it all makes sense. And you're like, wow, that was the journey that I took and this is how I got here. And then you go down the hill again and come through the... I'm going to stop talking. Sorry. Well, Dan, I'm very honored to have you Thank as you. my new soft boy correspondent Thanks. Appreciate on this podcast. That. I'm very excited for all of our future endeavors. I'm sure I will get more and more beautiful stories. Can't wait. And I'm always here, Dan. The podcast is always here. Thanks. If you ever have any more questions. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, if you, the audience, have uh, any advice to chime in with, go ahead. Send us a message on Facebook at the Soft Mail. Soft Whoa. Mail. Soft Mail. The Soft Boy Epidemic. We are also on Twitter at <laughs> Soft Boy Epidemic. Uh, hit us up. Oh, yes. We have a Gmail. The Soft Boy Epidemic at gmail.com. Hit us up. Give us some of your advice. If you have anything to share with Dan, if you would like to confess your love for him, uh, just send us that message or tweet at him. Slide into those DMs. It'll really stress me out. Your (laughs) choice. I'm probably already in love with you if you say it. So, I mean, honestly, though, this is the kind of boy he is. I'm sorry. Poor thing. I'm sorry. Don't apologize for who you are, Dan. It's beautiful. uh, His life is beautiful. I think. Life is beautiful. You're correct. Sometimes. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you um, for having me, Sky. That was so I'm so fun. happy we finally got to I do know. this. It was total crap, but hey, it was stop good. it! No, it was I, fun and it was good and it was enjoyable. Yeah, I had a nice time. Yes. Yeah. Good. 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 Yes. Mm. Well, everyone, make sure to go check out your favorite ASMR video. This has been. The Soft Boy Epidemic with Dan Henschel. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I hope that you have a lovely night. Let's do both of this. Let's, yes, we got we we got this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it was involuntary because you were ASMRing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> I'm such an open-minded person, yeah. but this is yeah. the one thing that I really struggle with. Yeah. But I'll eventually accept it. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in to this ASMR-themed episode. I uh, hope to hear from you guys, and uh, we'll catch you on the flippity-flip side. Waka waka. Okay. I'm All right. Sorry. Bye, guys. I love you. I Bye. <laughs>